Runners by David McGrath. 200 grand, Jack! He was shouting when I spotted him. He wore a Santa hat, mistletoe pinned to it above the forehead. That's what I make a year. 200,000 pounds. Actually, wait. Just one minute. Wait. Just one minute. He put his finger to his lip, pretending to ponder. Shoplifter acting. I forgot to have bonuses. How silly of me. A hundred grand in Christmas bonuses. <laughs> so what's that all up? Three hundred thousand pounds, is it, chaps? The bouncers chewed their chewing gum and shrugged their shoulders. They had heard it all before. Guys paid to keep their hair to the bone and take shite. Yeah. Nine hundred squid for champers just like that. He shouted, while holding up his credit card receipts for the night. Just like that! Oh, you! He called. Sure, come here. I cycled over. I'll give you two hundred pounds to take me down to Barkin. He shouted, for the whole street to hear. Whatever, I said. He got on board. I looked back over my shoulder and waited for the traffic to pass so I could pull out and get going. He was sticking up his middle finger to the bouncers like a naughty kid on the back of the bus. What's your name then? Irish, I said, standing up off the saddle and digging deep. Potatoes, he said, <laughs> in a Jamaican accent, trying for Irish. I didn't mind taking shite about being Irish, as long as it was funny. It was all just a laugh. This guy, though, had a mean tone disguised as all just a laugh. You're all right, he said. I'm Father Christmas, and I'm calling you Rudolph, my Irish nose reindeer. Whatever floats your boat. The street was full of families carrying bags of presents. It was late night shopping. I had to watch out for excited kids, getting loose and stepping off the footpath at the last second. The pedalling felt good. My heart started to thump. I got a rhythm and felt my spine shiver. Do you go down on girls, <laughs> Rudolph? Asked Father Christmas. <laughs> I hear these blokes at work and... They're shouting about how they love it. <laughs> Every day I hear them like they're the universal understander of the pussy. And their mouth is some sort of sanctuary for broken down and depressed pussy. <laughs> but I tell the slag straight out, I don't. They're so used to blokes doing it, you should see their faces when I tell them, I don't. Looks like snow for Christmas. <laughs> let it snow! Let it snow! Let it snow! A loud sniff came from behind me. <laughs> Father Christmas changed nostril, and there was another loud sniff. Do you like snow? <laughs> no thanks, I said. I'm good. It's all gone now anyway. The fucking wind. <laughs> uh, you know, some of them are like, well, if you don't go down on me, 
Well, I'm not going to get down on you. You're trying to make a stand, and, and I'm saying to myself, yeah, right, you're not. <laughs> and they tell their friends right in front of you that you don't do it. They're trying to shame you into, into doing it. And, and it's, it's great. But the friends are looking me up and down, and it's, it's got them thinking, well, what am I packing in the trousers department? You know what I mean? And then the girlfriends look at the boyfriends with resentment because they're not man enough to, to not do it. The guy was talking and talking and talking, and I was trying to concentrate on the pedaling. We were miles off the barbican still. My legs were getting that good type of numb. I was losing breath and my heart was a pump-action shotgun, blasting delicious energy all over me, staying me alert and alive and weightless. Uh, don't get me wrong, Rudolph. If it was allowed, if it was outlawed in the morning, I would be president of the underground resistance, just, just getting it arranged in secret tunnels, scurrying about in the dark, just, just going down on it. I had my back straight, professional, champion king of the rickshaw riders, strong, fearless, cherished. The first type of runner did not want to know anything about the rider. There was no name asking, like country kids being warned against naming lambs and calves. If it had a name, it would be harder in the end. There was no chit-chat, no... What time are you finishing at tonight? Or... Just must keep your fist. When the runner ran at a traffic light or during a slow roll, the rickshaw shook hard because their adrenaline was up and they were panicked. The pedals went light and the runner would be pegging it down an alleyway or clearing a wall. This was honest running, where runner got its name. I probably would have been doing it myself if it was a few years earlier. When I'm in trouble, I... Do it, said Father Christmas, wrecking my buzz. Like, like big, big, big trouble. She acts like the Queen of Sheba or, or something, but you know as well as I do, they can't handle the power. Think about it, right? We have oppressed them for, for centuries, millennia, actually. Now all of a sudden they have equality and, and, and the, the right to vote and, and maternity leave. And, and they're bank managers and police persons. <laughs> but, but, but relatively speaking, over millennia of oppression, power is unnatural for them. And they're, they're bitter about it. Ever ask them to make a decision? It's like, it's like talking, talking to a, a, a fucking turnip. You stand better chance of getting a, a decision from the turnip. I'm just taking a piss. You carry on. <laughs> I looked behind to find Father Christmas having stood up at the side of the rickshaw and reaching down into his trousers. He pulled out his dick, the thing already mid-piss. It went on his hand, his trousers and the back seat until he got the stream in control and directed it towards the road below. There were kids around and I felt bad. It's all, it's all just nature, he said. Just nature. You, you talk to a prostitute. They know. Work sends me to Singapore sometimes to rob the bastards blind. <laughs> the usual, but, 
Singapore, right? You go, you go to a place called uh, Three Floors of Whores, and the girls are behind a glass wall, and you, you pick one out like it's a sweet shop or something, and they sit there in rows, smiling at you, wanting you to pick them. So you just tell the hostess the one that you wanted the way you go upstairs with her. He finished pissing and sat back down. The rickshaw shook, interrupting my pedaling. And away you go. Just upstairs with her. Easy, says the rich buying the poor over there. It's the same as here, you know. Of course you know. Of course you know. For God's sake, you ride a rickshaw. No offence, but this is, this is the most visceral image of, of, of class divide there is, right? So in Singapore, three floors of whores, you can take two or three of them up to the room with you if you want. I, I didn't, I just got the one. But you can if you want. <laughs> you just have to pay more, is all. The second type of runner did not run at all. This was lazy and cruel-hearted, and I had little time for it. They would negotiate price, speak to the writer, ask his name, have a laugh, and when they got to their destination, they would get out of the rickshaw and walk slowly away, that being that. The writer would get off his saddle and follow. Hey, hey, money, you owe me money. The runner would act like they had never seen the writer before in their life. It was awful acting, shoplifter acting. If the writer kept walking after them down the street wanting payment, they would choose to see it as an attack against them, an injustice like... Oh, what is this guy's fucking problem, mate? There would be a warning from the runner, a quick break in the act, something like... No, you, you just forget about it, bro. The writer usually did not just forget about it. He wanted his money, and that was that. The runner would get ferocious in a flash, get right up in the writer's face, maybe even throw him a punch in the mouth, scare him with a burst lip. Father Christmas had been quiet for about 30 seconds. I heard my phone buzzing underneath the back seat. I think your, your phone's ringing there, Rudolph. It's okay, just ignore it. The barbican was getting closer. The city was getting quieter and darker. There were no more shoppers or music coming out of store porches. There was only a fresh wind and the sound of my phone buzzing. Stopping. Then buzzing again. I did not want to answer it. Christmas time, people checking in, my mother or brother having visited the grave for Christmas and thinking about me, wondering how I've been all year, wondering where I was, wondering if I was happy, asking me why I ran away, telling me they missed me, asking why I was being so distant, so cold. I knew it was cruel not to answer, but I didn't know what to say. I wanted to answer when I had an answer, when I was happy. It was why I liked London. You didn't have to be happy. You could just be anonymous. I, I caught something off, off the prostitutes I got, Rudolph, in Singapore. Chlamydia. <coughs> I got a check done as soon as I got home. Condom broke. <laughs> I looked behind. He was crying. 
This guy was some piece of work. You know, I told the missus it would have been over. She's always banging on about loyalty, 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 loyalty. The wedding would have been off. My parents would have had to have been told. It's no good. Six years of a relationship wasted. I pulled up beside the barbecue and stopped. She's my angel, said Father Christmas. My legs were aching and trembling, and I used the time to catch a breath. I had the shakes in my hands. <laughs> if, I, if I started to wear condoms, she would have known something was up. She'd have had my bags packed before I knew what was what. <laughs> so, so I've been putting... <laughs> I've been putting antibiotics in her tea every morning! <laughs> He said, <laughs> the crying becoming uncontrollable. What type of person am I? You're here. Come on, off. <laughs> he curled up wretched at my tone, horrified in the thing he had turned into on the back of the rickshaw. I stared at him full on, his pupils as big as rats. Is this the barbican already? Yes. Fast. He said, <laughs> stumbling off. He brushed himself down and straightened himself out in the footpath, wiped his eyes and coughed like nothing was up, like nothing had happened. He took out his wallet from inside pocket. Here you go. He said, offering me his credit card. <laughs> take 250. <laughs> I did not take the card. His expression was wondering why. Shoplifter acting. I didn't like the thought of trying to march him to the cash point. It would have kept me stopped for 10, maybe 15 minutes. Fuck him. The phone started to ring again. I cycled off to start the search for another fare. I would hopefully find someone at a bus stop trying to get back into the West End. Maybe even west, down to Sloan Square or over to Hammersmith, down to Victoria even, somewhere over the other end. A good long fare. Oi! Father Christmas shouted. Don't you want money? The phone was still buzzing underneath the back seat, and I tried to ignore it, focus on the pedaling, digging deeper and deeper to reach that good burn again. I was happy Christmas would pass fast. The third type of runner, was a whole other thing.